0: Every pure Listen, if you would have told me 10 years ago when we started the Colleen and Bradley show, that 10 years later we would be talking constantly about Hollywood perverts, I would have... Really, I would have thought twice. Uh, well, this is the... <laughs> If only they would This is the Colleen and Bradley show My talk one. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer Hey
1: the reason is They didn't talk about perverts For so long That well It's kind of like when You have a burp That's just sitting there And it's mm-hmm. piling up And it's mm-hmm. pi- it's kind of like last night Actually it was gas And I woke up with Just this like pain in my stomach I was like what is that Am I mm. having like Appendicitis Ooh. No it was just a big fart So like you know You hold it in too long Yeah Ollie, It Fair wasn't enough. that bad
0: Now we gotta let the tape play. Yeah. I mean, here we go. This is the last three years of like uh Hollywood purse. Yep. There it is. And that's
1: where we are today.
0: That is where we are today. We're at the last squeak. No, I actually don't know exactly where we are. I think we're
1: still in the full,
0: yeah, mm, yeah, the the robust middle. Because there's another, I want to introduce you to a name you're, I don't think you're going to know this name. If I say the name Eric Weinberg, you're not going to go, oh yeah, I know exactly who that is. You probably don't. He was a writer on many shows that you do know in Hollywood. But on October 25th, he pled not guilty to 18 counts of sexual assault, including rape. Uh, And he has, uh, because of the fact that he The judge has described him as a potential serial rapist and a danger to society. He has been denied bail. So this is a serious, serious case. And I just want to say like a quick kudos to the Hollywood reporter because they really worked hard on um, putting together a report that will put it, organize it in such a fashion that you really realize how predatory his behavior was, how persistent it was.
1: Well, and also I imagine how in, abetted he was by others. And that's you the piece. You don't do this 18 times.
0: Minimum. I mean, that's what he's getting charged with. There are other people they talked to who were not named in this suit um, who have similar stories. So first of all, you okay, Eric Wein, Weinberg. You're like, I don't know who that is. What shows did he work on? Well, famously, he was let go from the show Scrubs. Um and that I remember that causing kind of a dust up and there was um some conver- I remember there being like a really quick passing conversation about it and essentially on the show Scrubs they did um they had a lot of extras that were regular extras because when you're watching a show about the same location Those people who are working actors have now become a part of the background and they are um, getting paid and working toward equity. So it's a really good job for an aspiring actor. And so they were, you know, the same people would come to set week after week and they started to notice that certain people would be really uncomfortable when he walked into a room or, you know, if he had them alone and eventually somebody reported him for a certain behavior and they let him go. Mm. Um, but then he went on to work for multiple other TV shows, including, but not limited to, um, politically incorrect with Bill Maher, uh, Veronica's closet. Um, And prior to that, he had worked on Californication.
1: And are are we saying the whole time he's working on these jobs is when he's assaulting these people? Are they all people at work or this is just in his life or what's going on? All
0: of the above. Okay. Uh, He is assaulting people at work. He is assaulting people that he meets at comedy clubs. Essentially, any person who uh, spends any amount of time with any woman who spends any amount of time with him is uh, it, it appears is a candidate for his attention um and his attention is um sexual assaulty and and rapey in nature so i'll just leave it there i mean it's uh, and there is like as you read through you are going to hear all these stories but what's interesting about it is you also hear from the people who worked with him at the time who even now as he is facing 18 counts of sexual assault and rape yeah even now are able to explain away the reasons that they turned their head. Oh, sure. On his behavior.
1: That's like, that's, I mean, head over to Los Angeles where there's a courtroom uh, currently dealing with Harvey Weinstein. Right. About the people around him, not limited to, but including his personal assistant. Yeah. Who seemingly did nothing wrong and doesn't remember much of anything.
0: And feel perfectly fine saying that um out loud uh and and among those things i mean they they describe like the the people who worked on californication i did not watch that show but i know that that show because it dealt with david Duchovny's character as being a sex addict right that was kind of the premise of that show and so in the writer's room things became very sexual in nature and there was a lot of conversation around it. So it was, he, his perviness was like hiding in plain sight. Um, he moved on Well, to, and, uh,
1: hiding in plain sight being that, you know, the culture was such that people weren't, you know, there were not boundaries placed for appropriate workplace conversations, it right. sounds like.
0: Right. They also have a conversation, uh, some uh, people, some insiders, people who worked alongside... Um, eric weinberg uh who talk about the difference in working hours between a single camera and a multi-camera show and the multi-camera shows typically have longer working hours and oftentimes they're gonna have to write you know they'll try a script out it won't work they'll rewrite it they're working like 16 to 20 hour days on a single camera show it's a shorter they've shorter days okay and so they were able to use that sort of excuse of, well, you know, you work those late hours, you get to know people a lot, and also everybody's tired, and, you know, people flare up when they're tired. You know, these are the techniques excuses, that they use yeah. to explain things yeah. away. Um, yeah, gonna,
1: and, and that behavior, by the way, starts at the top. Like, right. That is only tolerated if the people at the top of that organization who are in charge of that, you know, again, you don't you don't see... Because that wouldn't go on if the people at the top were not comfortable with absolutely. That kind
0: of in fact, actually, uh, at one point in this uh, story, by the way, in the Hollywood Reporter, and it is worth a read. I mean, it's gross and terrible, but I think also necessary to have an awareness of the behaviors that got have gone covered up in um, in Hollywood, from producers to directors to writers to actors. I mean, the ways that they've covered this up. Um, I think it's just important to kind of know but but in the telling of this story there were complaints against um or there were compla- so many complaints about him but people would continue to hire him without asking any questions of anybody else and even Disney knew of complaints against him and said nothing so I'm not I'm talking about like people whose names you might not recognize who were covering for this man yeah. but also like major Major entertainment companies like Disney—they're covering their own back. Yes, for
1: covering their own backside. Yeah, no, this doesn't. This doesn't surprise me at all because we have seen this before, and I think that the chapter of this era we are currently in is to at least, I would hope, in some way, shine a light on the fact that these aren't individuals that. Well, they are not individuals in a vacuum. They are individuals in uh, an environment. Again that got oxygen from people who didn't say anything. Now on some level, you can understand people on lower rungs of an organization, not feeling empowered Mm -hmm. to advocate for themselves in moments like this. Mm -hmm. But I hope that other people in positions of power who allowed behaviors like this to continue either through neglect, malice, or just avoidance Mm -hmm. are held accountable in some way Yeah, because that's, That's who I would really blame is like, how did this guy ever get on a set? Like, did nobody ask questions about why he left one show?
0: It was like, and they actually say that uh, in the midst of this uh, report by the Hollywood Reporter that that, you know, he would get rehired because of his connections and nobody would ask any questions. And then, oh,
1: this is weird. I wonder why this guy's. Oh, well, you know, we just had a difference of opinion.
0: And then he would it would be evident that he was preying on. Um, extras on the show and then he would be dismissed only to get another job at another place. Not so long after hopefully
1: the stuff that will begin to change because I think people are willing to now speak up in ways that they maybe didn't feel empowered to before, even if only because the culture kind of, has created a safe space for people to open up and speak freely without fear of hopefully losing their job.
0: And, you know, I I know we talk, well, because it's what we talk about. We talk about this, how this has happened in Hollywood in many different ways at many different times. But this Hollywood is not the only place that this kind of behavior happens. And so that's another reason why I encourage people to read through some of these, because you might recognize some things that make you think a little bit differently about experiences you've had uh, in the workplace or, you know, if you've found yourself covering for somebody, um, you can definitely hear the humanity of that in the middle of all of this. Anyway, uh, Eric Wine. And, and by the way, his nickname, his mom, like everybody called him Eric Wine Perv. Mm. So that's how open a secret it yeah. was. Um tragic. It's so it's awful and terrible and uh the good news is those 18 women um will have their day in court and it sounds like from right now they're taking this very seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, did you know that Megan the Stallion is uh getting a restraining order against Something we don't usually hear people getting a restraining order against. True. Bradley's going to give us all the details on that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, Megan so the so Stallion is getting a restraining order, uh, but it's not really against anybody we usually hear people getting restraining orders from. This is The Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Bradley Trainer has the details.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to be your legal eagle for today. So if you could put me outside a courtroom, that would be great. There you you go. The gray sky helps with the concrete or the stone, granite. I like your suit. Oh.
0: Is that men's warehouse?
1: It is. Mm. It's double-breasted because I like both breasts. Okay, now, I am outside of a courtroom, and I wanted to tie up some loose ends around a story we discussed a while back wherein Paul Haggis, formerly from the Church of Scientology, but an Oscar-winning screenwriter as well, who then left the church and became an outspoken critic, was ordered on Monday to do something we haven't talked about. That came after he was held liable in a civil lawsuit against him, wherein a woman claimed she was raped by Paul Haggis. She was successful in Uh that claim. And Monday we learned that Paul Haggis was going to have to pay An additional damage award to that woman in the form of $2.5 million. That's total, or that leads to a total of $10 million to that woman who says she was sexually assaulted nearly 10 years ago by Paul Haggis.
0: I don't want to take us off topic, but I'm slightly confused. Because I think we were supposed to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. (laughs) in this oh my god yeah, why I, am i doing wow. we oh oh my god you
1: <laughs> restraining order paul haggis <laughs> what happening? time machine did, did i walk I have out a of fever
0: i wow. think i do we oh you know why okay here's why yeah. Can i just can <laughs> no, I, peel I know the, i think i know what happened Can i peel uh-huh. back the curtain yeah mm-hmm. here's the curtain
1: so megan the stallion i'm outside a courtroom I'm looking at the segment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I clicked on the link for Megan Thee Stallion, and it's Paul Haggis, and my brain just started going with Paul Haggis. I,
0: I get it.
1: So let's go back to Megan Thee Stallion. Do you want to, can we
0: start Yeah, let's again? start over. Let's start can the I whole get, segment over Can I over be a legal eagle? Welcome oh. back to the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh God, Bradley Trainer. Like, I don't know what this has to do with Megan Stallion. Where's Megan, Megan Thee Stallion? Stallion? Bradley Trainer outside oh. of. Whoa. A courthouse here with a report about Megan Thee Stallion's restraining order. Well, Paul Haggis is not here. Not part of this He's story. He's in a different court. We are <laughs>
1: going to talk about that story, though. I did a great job teeing that story up. You sure did. Um, if only it was the right story. No, Megan Thee Stallion is trying to sue her label. She actually, or I shouldn't say sue, she got a restraining order against her label.
0: I don't understand this. Well, you,
1: and it's it's okay that you don't, because it's not every day, as you referenced, that an artist would sue their label and in fact in this case it's 1501 certified entertainment according to the documents now the way i understood this because i read this last night and i was like i i don't why would somebody do this so apparently they there is a dispute about her using music at the amas which comes out this sunday okay and because of that They're trying to get in the way of her performing that music because there is a dispute about who owns what. Okay, And because of that, she went to a court and said, I want to be able to perform my music, Mm -hmm. and we are in the midst of all this uh, legal stuff. She says she was threatened with retaliatory moves to block her from using her own music in connection with the AMAs, um, which, again, Sunday. She doesn't say specifically what was done to... To her or Mm -hmm. said to her that would try to mess with her ability to play that music on ABC because that's where the AMAs are going to to be seen. But the judge that she went to believed her enough to say to her label, you can't prevent her from performing or getting in the way of what music she performs Mm -hmm. at the AMAs. So that's the reason that she went to the judge in the first place to get a restraining order and i guess this just goes back to a, a beef that she's been having a legal war over her contract with with her record label
0: so is this restraining order does this like prevent any type of contact whatsoever yeah. with her okay so it it's not even necessarily like a physical uh contact restraining order it's they can't even like
1: so it's a temporary restraining order okay and they are blocked in any way from interfering with her music. Wow. And this, all, like I said, all has to do with contract. She thinks she owns everything outright. Mm-hmm. They disagree, but she will be able to do whatever she wants with her music at the AMAs.
0: Go, Megan the Stallion. And I imagine this is not the last we've heard of this. This is just the step in between. And Paul Haggis
1: has to pay $10
0: million. Somebody else. We'll talk it's about that else. later. We got yeah. some celebrities behaving badly here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
1: Uh, Paul Haggis. Did really? you know that a jury awarded his victim $10 million? Oh, wait, no, that's not the story. We'll be
0: talking about that later.
1: I'm, uh, he, that story's going to get a lot of oxygen today. Okay, now, I hesitated to make this story my D-bag, and here's why. Because I don't want to get sucked up in a side conversation. Okay. But I do want to call out Candace Cameron Bure for uh, language. Mm-hmm. You can do, this is America, it's a free country. I don't begrudge anyone making money the way that they, you know, as long as it's legal. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said some stuff recently. You know, she moved to Great American Family, which is a network, and she's going to be doing movies over there. And she left the Hallmark Channel. and So now
0: she's at GAF?
1: She's at GAF. And this, to me, is kind of a GAF. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal published on Monday... She said, I think of her new gig over at Great American Family, Mm -hmm. I think that Great American Family will keep traditional marriage at the core. Mm -hmm. Now, this is about like she's she's going to be doing movies over there. And, you know, she like wears her religion on her sleeve. So she's Mm -hmm. very outspoken about her religion. And I think that she felt for her that this network was going to represent her understanding of religion. Mm -hmm. So for that, I'm like, great. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not begrudging her that however, and she did say traditional marriage, which I would just, uh, I mean, I wouldn't use words like that, but again, she gets Choices. America. Choices right? are made. Now here was the thing that she said. I think a lot of people are taking this story like, Oh, Hallmark shows same sex couples. She doesn't support that. So, so she, she went like, to great bye, American family. I'm
0: going to gaff.
1: Uh, Uh, the the guy though so this is where it's like it's not her because again I I don't want to have a conversation with her she's entitled to her beliefs and I want her to feel comfortable the traditional marriage thing got to me though because that's like saying is there non-traditional marriage can we have a conversation about that Candace because I bet we would have different ideas but Mm -hmm. again fine Mm -hmm. well the guy that's running that uh, network then Gaff. stepped stepped in to clarify or not clarify but to add to uh, the conversation speaking about this issue showing same sex couples mm-hmm. like people were like are you going to do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he said it's certainly the year 2022 so we're aware of the trends what there's no whiteboard that says yes this no this will never go there and I think what he was trying to say is like we're not going to tell you what we're going to do in black and white, Mm -hmm. but we're certainly aware of the trends. And to that, I just wanted to say, I think you guys might want to have a different message. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to appeal to a broad audience. Now, maybe you're not. And in that case, great. Good luck to you. I hope you are successful. Mm -hmm. I feel like you long-term won't be because I feel like if you're a television outfit you mm-hmm. want to appeal to as many people as possible and
0: they're definitely using some exclusionary language that's
1: very exclu- well also i'm just offended at the word like i ain't, I ain't married mm-hmm. traditional or otherwise
0: right but you're also not a
1: trend but i'm also not a trend right i think i'm trendy
0: obviously but
1: i'm not a trend
0: oh that's and gross. i it's, it's not
1: even me because like i said i'm not married same sex if i were in a same sex marriage I would be offended at that. And I would think, I don't want to watch that show. And I don't have to, I'm not saying, you know, there's some obligation that they were trying to, like, I I think they probably spoke very clearly about what they wanted. I just thought, could we, could we not Mm -hmm. use that kind of language? Because it's not a trend. And I just, I feel like we can do better in 2022. It's just my hope for the world.
0: I agree with you, Bradley. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Um, uh, also, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I know. I feel like I really want to say more. Well,
1: it's because it, then, uh, then I just feel like I'm doing what they probably would expect right. and then they would appreciate because then it provides them the opportunity to then go into whatever their particular mm-hmm. beliefs clap, are. Clap
0: back fodder.
1: And I'm just yeah. here to say I don't want to have a conversation about your beliefs because you can believe whatever you want. But if you're in the business mm-hmm. of
0: attracting an audience. eyeballs. Yeah.
1: Let me just offer you some advice. People don't like to hear the words trends about mm-hmm. themselves in a way when I just want you to understand something. You may mm-hmm. not have seen me or people like mm-hmm. me for many years, if ever, but we've been
0: here yeah, forever. Yeah. You know. and And
1: so that's not a trend. Yeah. So okay, I I, yeah. I made my point. Sorry. Yeah,
0: I know. Don't you should you <laughs> shan't apologize. No, it's just because you are doing with a Candace, lovely... Yeah,
1: it, especially with our friend Candace, Like there are so many other things to like.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there are so t- many
1: other things to have a conversation about. But this one, I was like, uh, you don't have to punch down right. on your way up.
0: Right, and and y- that's what you're doing. P- stuff around these her specifically Candace Cameron Bure can get real inflamey real quick and we don't like there's just let's just keep it to what it is yeah. I, that's what i hear you saying yeah. and and i because i just want to have... appreciate that you are doing a lovely job of being direct about the piece of the story yeah. that is debaggy and i agree yeah see And what is going unsaid? We will just (laughs)
1: you know what I'm like. Also, great American family—that's a choice. And you just said great American. See, now you got me talking, and I'm not going to shut up. So you—you're calling it great American family, traditional marriage trends. So guess who feels excluded from that? Right. Anyone who doesn't. We know what that means. I'm not stupid. I've been around long enough to know what that means.
0: But they also don't get to be the deciders on what falls in the category of family.
1: Absolutely. They get to be the decider of what they put on TV and what, what movies they do. And if they feel that there is an underrepresented voice uh, from a religious or spiritual perspective that they would like to have on TV in the marketplace of ideas, go for it. We'll see how successful you are. Mm -hmm. And you know, maybe this will be a runaway success, but if you have to be successful by excluding other people in a way that punches down by minimizing or taking their the equality away from their humanity mm-hmm. i just feel like that's long term not going to yeah. be successful yeah that
0: doesn't that doesn't Do you want to have success. a
1: conversation about the fact that there needs to be a platform for you know like i i would be all here if if you were like we need like maybe there's too much sex maybe there's too much like promiscuity like sure fuck, these are not my things but yeah, like but fine if you wanted to make that case you wanted to have good family yeah. fun great but guess what if yeah, I, I you can do that without yeah. punching down. I
0: hear you. I hear you. And invalidating. <laughs> Thank you. Actual yes. humans you. and their yes. lives. Yes. I'm not going to even say lifestyles. Oh, God. Their lives. Not that word. Well, they would say that. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know who my d is? I do. Thank you. It's the Daily Mail twice. Wow. Oh, a twofer. And it's a twofer because uh, they did that thing they did where they changed the headline. And the headline was the reason I was making them. Their D- the D bag because yesterday the headline was Christina Applegate walks with a cane as she's honored with a, a star on the Hollywood walk of fame. And the what? reason I made them a D bag for that is because Christina Applegate is still a human being who has a place in her, a career in Hollywood Who has done wonderful work. And I am getting, frankly, really tired of stories that are not about her diagnosis of MS leading with her diagnosis of MS. Mm. You oh, see, see what I'm saying? Yeah. There is well, a ca- yeah. like, you can build a case for like, there's an actual story about Christina Applegate's experience with MS. That's an important story to tell. But when Christina Applegate is being honored with a star on the Hollywood walk of fame, trying to lead a sensational story with the fact that she was barefoot and walking with a cane is making it about the illness and not about the human. And again, Christina Applegate has MS. There is a conversation around that. Yeah, for sure. And she has an experience with that and it that is also well, She's had it.
1: I mean, she's yeah. been ta- she's been very open in the especially with the coming of this new season of uh
0: Dead to me. Dead to me. Yeah. I mean, there certainly is a story about that and it and it very much is part of who she is. However, that is that itself is not who she is. And so that in, Yeah,
1: th- that is not the only part of her.
0: Now I said they're debagged twice because number one, they actually wrote that initial headline. But then number two, I don't mm, I don't know if somebody got to them and was like, hey, maybe we don't do that headline. But they changed the headline. And now it is. It's still pretty bad. But it is. I think it's
1: just it's like to me, there's something uh, problematic about it. Go ahead.
0: Barefoot Christina Applegate, 50, displays nails marked F-U-M-S as she is honored with Hollywood Walk of Fame star in her first public appearance since revealing multiple sclerosis diagnosis, which has forced her to walk with a cane and gain 40 pounds. Okay, two Yeah, things. it's actually worse. Was that just the headline? That was the headline. I just read Con- you the headline. I,
1: well, okay, two things. One, that's not a headline. That's an actual story. Right. Is that your? Were you reacting to that as well, Holly? Yeah, yeah. Like that's poor sentences as one big run that's,
0: that's a paragraph. That literally yeah, really is a is. paragraph.
1: But number two, and they just tag on the bad part, meaning she gets this. Well, first of all, they bring up the MS right away, and then they talk. Like, no, we're honoring her for the Hollywood Walk of Fame, yes. and you could say now it's news because this has been a part of the the. Media Mm -hmm. landscape for the last couple of weeks, like after recently being diagnosed with MS or something, I think you could put that in there and it would be fine. Mm -hmm. But the forcing her to walk with a cane and gaining 40 pounds like, yes, those are side effects from her multiple sclerosis diagnosis. I assume Daily Mail. Did you get a report on her health? Are you sure? She's talked about it. It's okay, But my point being, like, why does that have to be in the headline?
0: Oh. I know it's gross. And honestly, this is not by any stretch the first time they've done this. Cause I almost made them my D bag for this last week, but, but I actually then had to widen my scope and multiple outlets would have made it to the D bag segment for the fact that they were leading every headline with Christina Applegate gained 40 pounds as though that is the most important piece of the story. I mean, the the story, there are many stories because she is a person who contains multitudes. There is a story of her accepting or, you know, uh, being honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's a story. There's also a story about her diagnosis with MS and yeah. what that meant for her while she was in the middle of filming yeah. uh, Dead to Me, this final season and how difficult that was and all the things she's going through. But the things that they are choosing to push forward... Walking with bare feet, uh, walking with a cane, gaining 40 pounds. These are like, those are, that's not the story.
1: Yeah. And if it is, it's in the story. It's not the headline. Exactly. You don't lead with that because then it's just, to me, it just seems like it's, well, I mean, it's, uh, it's like, you know, gory spleen pops out of unfortunate traffic accident victim. Did I need to know the spleen came out?
0: mm hmm mm mm-hmm. Thanks for telling us, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, that didn't actually happen. I'm just saying they would say that.
0: Don't be surprised if you don't see that headline tomorrow, by the way. Oh, yeah. boy. Did
1: you know that Paul Haggis is you know, forced it's to pay $10 million <laughs> to his victim?
0: It's so interesting you bring that up, because um, we are going to talk about that later. Are we? We are. But oh. when we come back on the Colleen oh, and Bradley next? show, not next, okay. we are going to talk about another publicationship that we've had our eye on. Because it just won't go away, even though the relationship did. Oh, oh well. Brunchin' after this on my talk. Oh, I wish we were having brunch. Yeah. My talk 107. one hundred and seven Thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk 107. one hundred and seven Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, and uh, we've got another publication ship to catch up with Uh, because they're not relationship anymore, but they're still going for the pub. Oh, It's true. And we call them Yeah.
1: And this jury has ordered Oscar winner Paul Haggis to pay an you additional
0: say. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was peeing in the break and was just laughing at myself, <laughs> which is weird. If somebody would have walked in, it would have been odd.
0: <laughs>
1: sorry. Anyway, just because a merit what?
0: Just laughing at the whole
1: situation. Literally, I <laughs> told a story. After telling you what I was going to tell you, I then told you a completely different story.
0: I, I like actually said you it sold all it the way so up. well. He really yeah. did. Really? And then I'm like, I'm oh, so. Oh, and I confused. was like sticking with it,
1: and I oh, knew man. well. I think also it hurt. So, listeners, if you missed it, go listen to the podcast. I. Meant to deliver one story and then started delivering a totally different story, which comes later in the show. And the only thing I can think is because, well, in addition to the fact that I put the wrong link there. So I clicked on the wrong thing, which led me down the whole rabbit hole. Um... Also, they're both kind of legal stories. Right. So I don't know if that's why. Maybe. I mean, it made sense that you're outside of
0: a courtroom. Yes. Um, And
1: then I forgot which courtroom I was And
0: then I just laugh at you in the bathroom, just going to the bathroom and laughing at yourself.
1: I have done that before and uh, have been talking to myself and people come in and I'm like, oh God, somebody (laughs) just walked into that and there's no one Mm -hmm. else here.
0: No courtesy flush is going to cover that up. Nope. Yeah. That's so awkward when you're standing in front of the mirror having a conversation With your mouth. Or or
1: trying to psych yourself up. Yeah. And somebody walks in and you're like,
0: oops, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's awkward enough when you're at the stoplight and you're talking to yourself in the car and then Uh. somebody looks over at you and you're like, what? That's when I just pretend like I'm like jamming. I'm like listening to some music. These days you can get away with
1: it if, you know, people assume you have your AirPods in or something. Or you're talking
0: on the phone. That's true.
1: But yeah. when you're at Saved, the yeah. urinal,
0: yeah, that's a different and story.
1: you're laughing, yeah, at yourself because you can.
0: not <laughs> There's a story to be told. Anyway, back okay, to the bruncheons. Back to the
1: bruncheons. I wanted to tell you about. The, okay, so yesterday we learned, or at least there was a story yesterday about this new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: the jujitsu instructor. Yeah, mm-hmm. so,
1: and we learned a little bit more. Apparently, Giselle has met a new man. At least it's implicated by a paparazzi stroll mm-hmm. that they were photographed having. He and she and the kids were all together. But we've since learned that he lives in Miami. His name, again, is Joaquim Valente. I don't speak Portuguese that well, so I'm sure there's a better. It's probably jo- Joaquim. I know they like to do the, the J's in Portuguese. Um, I don't know much about him, but we know he lives in Miami. And they've known each other for at least a year and a half because she met him after signing her kid up. And I think we kind of learned this yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the new thing today is that sources are squawking. Like, now that this news is out there, people are talking about what that means and who he is and what's yeah. really going on.
0: Yeah, so what, Here's what is really going on? Well,
1: again, take this at face value. Sources close to Giselle... Are saying that she's not dating him, mm-hmm. but they're just like hanging, doing jujitsu. Yeah, it said while sources close to the model insist she's not dating him, he's believed to be, by the way, in his early thirties. However, another source, a family friend, says mm? it certainly looks like Giselle is showing off and showing Tom what he's missing. Oh. The source said that Brady Brady would also be hurt. That the rumored couple were in Costa Rica, which is where the football star and his ex-kids have spent many happy times together, as well as a home, adding, I have to think that Giselle is sending Tom a message.
0: Okay, two things, three things, maybe, possibly. Yeah. Number they're wearing one, matching t-shirts. Did you say the football star and his ex-kids?
1: <laughs> his ex and their kids.
0: Oh, okay, I was like... Oh, whoa. Number two, does that mean Costa Rica is basically her special salad dressing? Or it's like... Oh, I get what you're saying. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He, she left oh, yeah. and went to their special salad yeah, now dressing. You're, now with now the you're kids.
1: bringing in for those who are like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is she talking about? She doesn't sell salad dressing. <laughs> no. That's Olivia Wilde leaving
0: Jason Sudeikis <laughs> Jason for Harry Styles
1: with, with her, her special salad, her salad special dressing, dressing, which was supposed to be for him and the kids.
0: Okay, so that to me feels like one of okay. those. Number three, that's totally Tom Brady.
1: That's totally Tom Brady mm-hmm. of Tom mm-hmm. Brady's people, right? right? Trying to be like, look what she's doing to ruin this family. Yeah. However, can we just also point out the obvious? They're not dating, but they're in Costa Rica together? Like, I mean, do you travel to Costa Rica with your jiu-jitsu instructor? I don't
0: have Giselle money. But if I did and I were going to Costa Rica for a long time, uh, maybe she can build a case for bringing the jiu-jitsu instructor.
1: Well, to that point, sources told Page Six that Uh, another of the teachers and this guy are traveling with the family when they're out of town because the kids are homeschooled a source said this is the fourth or fifth time they've been to costa rica it just so happens to be weeks after the divorce they've been there many times and they're going to continue to be there okay that seems kind of bitchy i just (laughs) feel like there's a (laughs) lot of gonna continue continue. thank you very much
0: Mm, i just think there's
1: the one thing i believe truly about these two is that there is some real bitterness and they're trying it not to let it leak out. Right. while single-handedly using the tabloids to get their sides of the story out. Yeah. ultimately making them look real petty.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I wholeheartedly agree with you and I I there I feel like there's no end in sight to this. Frankly, because people are going to my impression of Giselle is that she tries to keep her private stuff private or at least has that
1: well, if you believe the rumors yeah. that she's like been living on her own for more than yeah. a year yeah
0: and we didn't know that right so there's I I, I think there's this rings true that people are going to try to figure out what the private stuff is now because we're cu- people are curious also does it matter like
1: what does it like what does it make you think I've been thinking about this a lot actually weirdly in the context of the crown I know you're like what the TV show on Netflix and uh, I know we got to run but the most recent episode I listened to deals very heavily with Charles and Camilla's adultery. Yeah. And I just think like, and and the public knowing it mm. and like, yes, it's salacious and juicy gossip and we're all here for the popcorn eating, watching it mm-hmm. unfold. But at the end of the day, what does it really tell us? Right. It tells us that somebody was in a relationship they didn't want to be in. They somehow found love somewhere that meant something to them it unfortunately hurt people, but like that's a human experience. Well,
0: I also think we're elevating these people because it's the greatest quarterback of all time and the supermodel. Oh, absolutely. So if they can't find happiness, what hope is there for anybody? Spoiler alert, plenty of hope.
1: And $10 million for a legal settlement. Guess what we're gonna talk about next, Bradley. (laughs) Finally. yeah,
0: Paul Haggis after this. (laughs)